well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. It's her. Duffy's back. It's she. Tell a friend. Oh my goodness. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? All right, I'm done. Oh goodness. Well, as you can probably tell, Duffy's back with us, y'all. Yay! Yay! I'm back from my hiatus girl and what a hiatus it was we've been you've been gone for a long time i know so why don't we just dive right in and we'll and um get into uh some bullshit because it's been a while let's do it let's do it so sit back relax um grab your snacks and uh yeah that's it <laughs> we chosen so yeah <laughs> what we this is the first time that we have recorded this together since june oh wow it's been that long that is a while it has been yeah it's we, girl we we almost in mid-september Jesus. where, you where been, does though? the time go <laughs> where you, you want to tell them where you've been what you've been up to Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, just I mean, I I, I don't know. I feel so I feel so looked at. Um, I have been just getting my life together. Sometimes you have to take a break mm-hmm. and then sort things out when you have a lot on your plate, so that you don't get too overwhelmed and out of touch. Mm-hmm. Because I came, I just came through like this period where I just wasn't feeling like myself. And I'm on the other side now. But I had to take a quick break to just be like, hold on, collect and reflect and get back to you. And so I'm back to me now. That is fantastic. And I'm so glad to hear it because, gosh, I think everybody probably has those moments where you're just feeling out of your body. And you really just need to recalibrate, like, log back into the matrix because... You know, Ooh, I logged out hard. <laughs> yeah, cause I, it's life, man. Life has been it's been off the chain for these past few months. Mm-hmm. It really has just been so much on our plate, like just individually and as both like students. It's just been a lot. It is. So yeah, but I'm glad to hear that you are well. Thank you. You look refreshed. You are glowing. I am glad. Oh, am I? Yeah, you do look more radiant. I, I need one of the whatever you said you're using on your skin as an exfoliant. I need that though. It's it's oh yeah. If y'all haven't tried any products from the ordinary, oh my gosh, it is like a lifesaver. I and it all it's all cheap. It's called so it's, the thing. Yeah, it's pretty inexpensive. I I love it. Like the thing I'm using right now is mandelic acid, mm-hmm. and it is unless you have a nut allergy, I wouldn't. Um, if if. If y'all hear background noise, we are recording outside, so please disregard. And oh, he's coming this way with the noise. Oh gosh, there's <laughs> y'all. We are recording in the vehicle, and there's a young man who is walking down the street, and he is um, singing his heart out. What he's singing, I don't know. Can you make out what he's singing? Can they, I wonder if the people can hear that. If y'all can hear that, he is literally. <laughs> wait a, I'm a wait little a, worried about him. Way to bring back in the show. We are. I know, and I don't want you guys to think that it's me that's causing us to record in the car. It, it is not me. It's not me, but it is you who had to pick up a package. I'm sorry, because y'all. Because you have an addiction. I I wouldn't call it an addiction. I am an enthusiast. So part of the reason why we were recording in the vehicle is that um, I had to pull up on my porch because Pat McGrath waits for no one. Tell them what you got. <laughs> I, I got the sixth Pat McGrath palette. Yay. Stay out my fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody will be doing my makeup at some point with yes, this palette. These so fall colors are gorgeous. So Super excited. Yeah. See how we... Did we? How, we got off track fast. What the, where but now go? we're now we're in the car, and it's okay. We're in the car. We're recording. So if y'all hear background noises, please excuse because we are doing the best that we can given the circumstances. 
So anyway, um, what are we talking about today? Today, all right. So I want to preface this by saying I am just getting into this little show on YouTube called The Grapevine. Interesting. And what it is is it's a um group discussion that's moderated by I forgot her last name, but her first name is Ashley, I believe. And she um basically leads discussions on different topics. Um, some of them specifically pertaining to the black community. So they've talked about things like um, why are black women single? Mm. Um, they've talked about can black people be racist and all kinds of stuff. And it's really like sometimes I feel like those kinds of things will be annoying. But it really depends on who's holding the discussion and who's moderating. And they have yeah. a really good group of folks. I think they have a really diverse range of minds mm-hmm. on those panels. And so, the topic that I uh, was into, like, it was a two-part episode on um, the topic of men ain't shit. Yes. And I said, I want to talk about this, too. I want to chime in. Now, this episode, I think, was a year ago that they posted this. But the topic is still very much so, like, a relevant thing. Because some of the stuff that they brought up, I thought we could dive into and it can also be um some you know like we can bring in loop in mental health because that is also a part of our show is that we're supposed to talk about mental health issues Mm -hmm. sometimes we get lost in the sauce so we can see where that goes we're just gonna free free ball this one Mm -hmm. but yeah so let's just start by what do you think when you hear the phrase men ain't shit I honestly have a hard time with it because, you know, it just lumps all men into this category of when I think they their men aren't shit, like they can't be faithful or like, you know, they are not amounting to their full potential or they're not good communicators or they are, you know, easy to manipulate a woman or, you know, just walk over her this these are the things that i think of when i think of men ain't shit Mm. um and i don't necessarily find that to be true in all cases and i also sympathize especially with black men at times Mm. so when i think of men ain't shit those are all the things that i kind of think of but at the same time i'm also like where does this sentiment of men ain't shit where does that come from Mm. you know like what it what is women's frustration with men that make make them often feel like ugh, men ain't shit what is women's frustration with men so i i think to answer your question i'll answer it by defining what i come to to understand the phrase men ain't shit to be it's it's a generalization of systems Hmm. it is so we're talking about like systems of patriarchy yeah and misogyn well yeah misogyn war Mm -hmm. uh like as if we're talking about just if we're talking about it it that phrase being directed to black men we're talking about misogynoir which like more specifically misogyny directed at black women yeah and so when i hear that phrase what i've come to know it to mean is like we're describing a larger system of bad behavior that it can affect any man regardless of class level of education whether they classify themselves as a good guy or not Hmm. um it can you know it basically kind of spans out across um just like a a couple of things yeah and so i know that a lot of people when you we we talk when when you say that it's like oh that's a generalization every man's not like that and it's like well sure we're, of course every man is not like that and so it's like uh if it don't if it don't apply let it fly yeah because it's not necessarily that we're talking about men as much as we're talking about 
the systems in which men are socialized are socialized and what they participate in yeah so that's what i know men ain't shit is and so when we ask like what are women tired of they're tired of patriarchy Mm -hmm. they're tired of sexism Mm-hmm. They're tired of being emotional laborers for themselves and for their partners. Yeah. So that has, you know, that's is what what that is. But man, do niggas have a visceral reaction when they when hear that it? that phrase? Like that is oof. Would mm. you, I mean, and I and I get it. I know. Yeah. I I get it because it's like, yo, don't lump me in. But a lot of niggas who be like the loudest with don't lump me in it applies <laughs> you know it's like you like one of the guys on the panel or whatever like that he was talking about like he was like just the loudest of the bunch of just trying to disagree and he was saying something i forgot and like just like, well why not this or why not that or something like asking some kind of question that had been answered multiple times in the panel by the women and some of the guys yeah and it was like we told you. We explained this to you, but you are actively not listening. Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about when we say men ain't shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, wow, like just all right, we just gonna let like this is this this is what it looks like, like real time, like in you know, because a lot of times we talk about it on, like Twitter and shit, but um, yeah, this is what it looks like, like mm-hmm. real time. It's like somebody is explaining their pain and their trauma to you. Somebody explaining what they're feeling and you're and you're listening only for the purpose of replying because you've almost you've been socialized to like minimize some of these concerns like because what you're doing has been normalized Mm -hmm. so what you know what we're upset about it's not that big of a deal to you so i was just like yeah that's what that means to me that's what that phrase means to me yeah Mm mm-hmm well then what like at a at a smaller level like just in your day-to-day interactions Mm -hmm. have you experienced a guy who's like i'm not part of this group of people who are saying like you know i'm not i'm not lumped into that men ain't shit group but they exemplify you know men ain't shit i will never forget that i called someone a fuck boy mm-hmm. and they were highly upset about being considered as such mm-hmm. like they were not very keen on me making that you know observation yeah but they were like they were the epitome of they were like at the time showing like the epitome of fuck boy behavior mm-hmm. and it's like you're lying you cheat you know, you are um, not being mindful of other people's feelings. Like, yes. it's like, what? You call a duck a duck. When you see a duck, if it's flapping and quacking, I'm not going to call it a whale. That's not what it is. I'm going to call it what the fuck it is. So, I've been around people who have been supposedly the nice guys and this, that, and the third. And there's like... I think that the men who are so offended by it may not have tapped into the self-awareness needed to really address it. I would agree. I would agree because I have this this one friend and he swears he's an advocate for women. Mm -hmm. I love women. I respect women so much. I'm an advocate for women. But then on the on the other side of the coin, he like. He uses women like he likes women. He likes to be around women. He doesn't always try to like sleep with women, etc. But he likes to have women on his arm as like arm candy. Mm-hmm. He likes to use them to like flaunt and like portray himself as this macho man, even though on the other side, he's trying to be good friends to them, mm-hmm. but not realizing that his behavior yeah. is actually a, it's it's harmful. And it does actually make the woman in his life feel uh, discarded at times. Yeah. You know, like they can just easily be replaced or like he's not truly being genuine in terms of being friends with them. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it just seems like having a bit more of like self-reflection of how you might portray those issues. Because for what reason does he need to have all this arm candy? You know? Yeah, that's a deeper thing. 
on his on his end but it feeds right back into patriarchy it says Mm -hmm. something about him to other men because what other women care right to other men about his status and who he is right so it just like it feeds his ego basically yeah and that's the thing that's the worst kind of guy who fits into the box of men ain't shit is the one who says that they are pro-woman pro-black woman and they do not uh walk the talk yeah. Or they're very shallow in their understanding of what being pro woman is. Yeah. And so like I when what I think about like with guys like that is like that's that's the quote unquote nice guy. Yeah. And they're worse than the blatant assholes, in my opinion. I agree, because I it's it's nice to see what you're you're looking at when you're coming towards it. Right. Right. It's like, I feel the same way about racist people. Like, tell me you don't like my ass, you know? Don't... So I can avoid you. Right. Like, don't grin in my face or whatever. Just let me know. And so that way you don't have to interact with me and I don't have to interact with you. Exactly. But, like, in the in this context and whatnot, you can't, you have to kind of, like, sugarcoat it. Because, of course, you, you know... Oh, and this will lead into something else, so I'm, I'm going to let this flow. So, like, of course, no one's going to come to you if you are blatantly an asshole. Mm-hmm. However, this just made me think of something. It was something that the guy said, something I thought about in general that I would like to tackle. A lot of guys, like, when people, like, guys who are responding to that whole old men ain't shit thing, it's like, well, what kind of people are you attracting? I, I hate that. I hate that as well. I hate that so much because it is such a deflection Mm -hmm. from the issues at hand it's like who actively i have yet to meet any woman in my life old young in between ever who has ever welcomed assholes into their lives the person that they were with the people that they were interacting with and stuff like that presented something to them that they thought was good. Yeah. And then slowly but surely the mask began to slip. Exactly. So that happens so often. It's like and it goes kind of back to that whole like systems thing. It's like it's not that women are actively choosing men who are terrible. It's just that pervasive that there are that many terrible men. Yes. <laughs> like you got the game fucked up. It's not that like there's um she's she is looking for cheaters or she attracts cheaters. Mm-hmm. No. Niggas have been socialized to believe that cheating is just a part of the agenda and that it comes with the territory until they decide to grow out of it. A lot of guys think like that. Yeah. That don't have nothing to do with her. She didn't ask him to cheat. She don't want an asshole. Like, I I hate... Oh, my gosh. Dog. I hate that. I hate that. Well, would, would, have you ever thought about what you attracting? You know me. What about me ever asked for an asshole? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. So, it's just like, no, I didn't ask for people to um, lie or cheat on me or be rude to me or disrespect mm-hmm. me or anything like that. I'm not doing anything to bring that in. But um, it happens. Yeah. And so that's not a reflection on me. That's a reflection more so on the people who bring that to to my table. Yeah. So I do, but I will say, though, at some point, you do. there is accountability on our end. At what point? Um, That when those red flags are shown, if you've seen them enough, that you you know, you know what an ancient man is, right? Like, so you got to be able to shut the door. Yes. And that can be so hard. That can be very hard. I think I think a lot of women, like just like men are socialized, a mm-hmm. lot of women are socialized too. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women think that all men cheat. I think that. Mm-hmm. And I think that because of basically from me growing up, mm-hmm. knowing the men like that have been in, in my life, mm-hmm. cheaters. Yeah. Talking to like my brothers looking at their friends cheaters mm-hmm. you know and so it'll have you thinking like men cheat but in terms of more more so around socialization is where you think that you have to accept that and you yes. think that it's 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 normal and okay I, I don't think that it's okay right but you, it's you've come to this point because of just your experiences that it is it does feel normal yeah like it and i can't even lie like it at one point 
I was like, um, I'll never forget that I was in, had a, like on Facebook when I was like, um, this girl that I know posted something and I can't remember what the post was, but there was one girl who went to my school who responded that all niggas ain't shit. You just have to find which one that you're willing to put up with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't agree with that. I think that there are quality men out there. And when, you know, when I was, uh, at the time I was dating someone and I was like, basically describing like i have a unicorn like i don't have to settle for this and blah yeah. blah and all that kind of stuff but it was just like so alarming that she it really kind of threw me off because i'm like yo you just like you you're you you're accepting that like that's that like you okay with the fact that the you got a a, a shitty ass partner and you just but i mean you know, it kind of threw me and stuff like that. And then I was, you know, later only to find out that my partner was not much different from what she, you know, described at the time. But it was just kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, I felt like, wow, who jilted you? But at the same time, like for you, it was, it's, it would have been more so like if you had a known. Yeah. That would have been bad. Right. You didn't know. Right. I did, yeah. And so I can't, I can't knock myself for not knowing, but it was just like, like the point is just like, really just, wow. I didn't know that, that I, I didn't want to believe that there were people out like, or women out there who was, who were really willing to settle for someone who did not yes. serve them in a positive and a healthy way. Like you, this person you're in, you, are you, I'm not going to say that she is attracting that she definitely isn't attracting it, but to accept it yeah made me sad yeah and it's like yeah no we we have been socialized in a lot of ways as women to believe certain things about what men will do i mean we start early boys will be boys and men will be men mm -hmm. and so it's just it's like really disheartening to think that a lot of the ancient men kind of like this again with the system how they maintain it but I, unfortunately how we not like not intentionally but how we maintain it as, as well because well. yeah. like i know we want to be treated well yeah women want to be treated well but what happens when you believe that this is as good as it's gonna get yes or you think that eventually somebody's gonna grow out of some type of behavior right right and so and i think that a lot of us think that because we yeah, the whole we idea that you're supposed to you know like niggas gonna do what they do until they decide to mature. Yeah, and on a more like general level, you you would have you would think and hope that people can grow and evolve. Right. And so you tend to stick around a little bit longer than you're supposed to thinking that this person is going to stop certain toxic behaviors. Right. Yeah, and that, that's like like when you think about it as a system, I think that helps you come up with better solutions as to how to address it. Yeah. And I think that that's probably like my next question. Cause I mean, we don't have to, you know, we definitely don't have to be the dead horse. Like we, you know, mm -hmm. we know, I think we know what it is, but, oh, but you know what though, which would be yeah. a deeper conversation. And we should probably at some point decide to like extend this. It'd be like a part two, but a lot of the guys like, what what role does like does their psychological health and their development and and you know just environmental influences and trauma and all that inform their ancient behavior because there's a lot of mm. people who have not only been socialized by that's, that's our that's our um hot word today is socialized exactly. but you know like they've not only been kind of like indoctrinated into this ideas around what manhood should be or mm -hmm. how men should behave and stuff like that but also their own personal experiences probably played a, a significant role into why some of them don't emote in healthy ways i often wonder where it comes from too specifically like in the black community because i've watched a lot of men grow up without fathers yeah so i'm like who are the role models that is that they've learned from that's teaching them this behavior like where where is this coming from is it just men well boys at this point learning from other boys who do have fathers who demonstrate this kind of behavior or does the absence of a father then 
kind of, I don't know, validate how women are supposed to be treated. Women are supposed to be neglected. Like, mm-hmm. or do boys at some point watch their fathers cheat on their mothers and their mothers break up with their fathers? Like, what is happening? I think it's all, it's all of those things. I yeah. think it really is. It's all of that. Like, well, from what we know about, like, the critical, those critical years of, you know, when you're... De- as an infant and attachment and developing your personality and all of the, all of these different things that come together to make you who you are and whatnot. And so in those really just like important, not important, but like I would say critical again, but like those really critical points in your youth when you're observing social interaction from others, you're, you, you know, like we don't come into this world knowing how to interact with people. We learn, we Mm -hmm. have to learn how to interact with people. So I do think that, a lot of guys probably did observe some... They had to. They did. They yeah. did observe some um, maladaptive behaviors that they internalized and then they continue to perpetuate it. Yeah. And they have not changed because, not for lack of not knowing, but if that is your norm... Who is to tell me that this shouldn't be my norm? Yeah. This is what I know. And so I think that our the really big question to, to do this, because I know one of the things that came up with the um, on the panel was, it's like, okay, well, we didn't, you know, Roddy Rod and all this kind of stuff, but what do we do? Like, yeah. what do, what is the solution to this? And my first thing is I think about it the same way that I think about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Black people can only do so much to dismantle white supremacy. But white supremacy has to dismantle white supremacy. White people have to do that because they put it in place. They have to take it down. So women can only do so much. Yes. I think that men have to be Mm self-aware and have to hold each other accountable to really take on patriarchy. Because it's almost like, like... We, mm. we've expressed our part. We do our part. We've done a lot. Men, women have made significant strides, and especially black women. We have done, you know, like that and then some. Mm-hmm. Black girls rock. In part because we've had to. In part because we've had to. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I've laid this out. I've laid my soul bare as to what needs to happen. But, like, we always talk about, oh, I can't, you can't change a man. You can't, you know, like, a man has to want to change himself. Yes. That's what applies here. Yeah, that's true. That's what, you, you, you gotta want to, um, to divest from. I totally agree with that. That kind of behavior. Um, along those lines, like, I was watching, uh, Love and Marriage, Huntsville. Oh girl, I think it come on own. Yes, I caught a little clip of that, and so oh, just as a little aside, I guess this one day she was talking about Kegels or something like that, and my <laughs> mom asked, "Why is she talking about putting balls in your vagina?" And I have not been well. I since. cannot. <laughs> and I just got started watching it. Yeah, so, yeah, like I'm not even like up to speed on on Kegels and all of this oh, yet. Goodness. But at the same time, it's like one of the couples. Um, one, the wife is a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and her husband works. And apparently, that's like my nightmare. As they were going on to get married, mm-hmm. they've made they made the, the decision then that she would stay home and he would work. And she had the babies. Mm-hmm. She raised them. Now they're ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. They're good. You can pick them up from school, drop mm-hmm. them off at school, right? pick them up from here, there. You can work. They're more right? independent. They're independent. And so she brings up the issue, you know, I was taking these real estate classes. I'm ready to get started. Mm-hmm. And this man was thinking that she was taking the classes for fun. Oh. And he just referred back to their agreement that mm-hmm. she would stay home. And he would work. Mm-hmm. Now, so we all see the problem with this, right? It sounds like a fucking trap. That's what that's okay. We like. all we all see the issue with this. This is this, Big yikes. these roles are gender roles are so aged. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with this woman working, but they're paired alongside these other couples mm-hmm. who 
are partners right in their relationships you know they both work they both take care of the children and it just there was a moment like between that couple and another couple where it just validated for me how men tend to learn from one another Mm -hmm. some of their um their bad behaviors and the way in which they think that they think so Mm -hmm. the other couple um they were having this guy talk and one of the husbands from the other couple he was like well you know i did cheat on my wife and this this husband was asking well what made you cheat on my wife well she was going to work so much she was taking care of the kids it was like she didn't have any time for me and that literally was enough justification for the first husband to be like well see that's why i'm not having my wife working yes you see what i'm saying oh my god do you do you see what i'm saying do you see how like they they're just both of them are just wrong in their own rights but one is making the other one agree with him oh my spirit hurts (laughs) yes i'm i'm listening i'm just i'm so repulsed that I mean, that's literally, literally what happened just because he justified his cheating because his wife is busy working and taking care of their kids. And therefore, that was enough justification for the other guy to say, well, that's why my wife needs to stay at home. And see, and, and see, that's why your relationship not working because your wife not at home. Like, and that, that's what I'm talking like, and just going back and forth, like a, the same way that, you know, like we checking on each other to get each other right. Yeah. Niggas got checking on each other to get each other right. So they got each other wrong all around. Like yes, full they circle. Did. Yes, they did. They so were luckily the third up. luckily the third husband was yeah. like no and no. Yes, thank God. <laughs> the voice of reason. Right. He was like, There's no reason to be cheating on your wife. Y'all could have had a discussion about about that y'all mm-hmm. could have worked something out this is the life that both of y'all entered into mm-hmm. where you wanted to have kids y'all wanted to you know be moguls together and so you know both of you are working and so you know you stay devoted to your marriage and then on the other end he was like your wife should be able to work right so it was nice to see the voice of reason you're right and that's and I mean that's sometimes that's really all it takes is that if especially if you don't really hold what a you know like you like you see you claim to listen to a woman but if I'm kind of saying it it won't register to you in the way in, in which it would if your your you know if your partner was telling you that mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I think is most important in like really really kind of deconstructing what's going on and how do we address it like how like for them to really understand what it is that they are putting out into the world and understanding its effects and really taking the time to think about what can I do to do better by the women that I claim to love and respect so dearly and hold to such a high you know like put on a pedestal and stuff like that like what can i actually do to do better and i challenge if we have any male listeners and stuff if we've said anything that's been triggering or it's kind of you know like push the button like assess that button women too like just think about if you've heard anything and you're like i know somebody like that like just i really i really want people to really kind of take the time and really think about this because a lot of times um social commentary on social media is just regarded as you know passing topics that really don't deserve the kind of analysis and uh energy like outside of those um mediums yeah but they're real time issues they're you know they have real consequences you know like i mean how many women right now are depressed anxious and all all of these other kinds of things that you know they come to they'll sit in front of us and talk about in therapy and stuff like that that are as a result of the behaviors of niggas out here who don't care yeah you know like and i i care enough about black men i love them enough to want them to do better yeah that is like Thing, like number one I just want y'all to do I want y'all to do better because I want y'all to do better by me 
and, and more importantly, better by yourselves. Because I think they sell themselves short a lot. Oh, this is just niggas with the... No, you have just as much... <laughs> like the uh, same kind of processes and brain power that I possess and stuff like that. Stop reducing yourself to just like a, a bag of meat with, with a bare minimum understanding of what to do and how to do it and all that. Like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate like they don't give themselves a lot of dudes like really will reduce themselves to like it's just, you know, it's what animals do, man. It's what, you know, like, it's like, nigga, you have executive functioning skills that animals do not possess. Do better. Yeah. <laughs> do better but um do you have i think we've kind of this is you know this was this was just our intro back into it and so this is just like a topic that we like kind of pulled from the sky so yeah. do you have anything else that you'd want to add the only thing that i would want to add because when you think about a solution to you know these type of type of issues they're so large so global yeah um it kind of leaves you hopeless yeah so i like to try to figure out what is the simple solution to some of these problems? I think the simple solution for people is honesty in communication. I think if men were more open about who they are, like, for example, if men don't want to be faithful ever in a relationship, they're always going to want, you know, another woman at some point, maybe right, not right now, right. because I'm into you, but maybe later down the line. I think being able to have that open discussion about it and not feel ashamed of it or try to hide it would help men to find happiness with the persons that they want to be with because some women are accepting of this behavior. Some women are accepting to a fault where they actually don't want this to occur but think that it's okay, but some right. women are actually open to this kind of thing and i mean you don't even have it doesn't even have to be a negative like not like open to like being cheated on but like if you are not ready to commit don't date women who are ready to commit it is like or if you never want to be <laughs> if you always want to be in an open relationship then you date women who don't mind being in an open relationship it's like why do you have to lie and deceive that's the part and that is the part where, the where men feel like they're entitled to do these things and therefore hide it like we're too sensitive or too un like too you know just like our womanhood wouldn't allow us to understand or whatever like that like yeah um no sir there are definitely we are so not a monolith so not it doesn't only come with honesty then it comes with a responsibility and a sensitivity like you said to other people's wants and needs right because you have to actually respect another person's wants and needs enough to have that conversation mm -hmm. but i think that that's a starting point and it doesn't only work with cheating if you were to say listen um i feel like the man should be at the front at this you know the head mm -hmm. of the table and these are this is how i feel about it and this is why mm -hmm. then you should also be able to then receive why a woman doesn't feel like that is so Right, like there are plenty of women who subscribe to gen, um, to I would say general, but um, who who subscribe to traditional gender roles. Yeah, and there are those who do not. I am not one of them. I would not date someone who does. Mm -hmm. Um, and so therefore. That, you know, like would be a conversation that's easy for me to have. But I think that we have to yes. encourage guys other people to, to at least to talk about at the that. very little. Mm -hmm. respect another person's opinion mm -hmm. and being being able to listen to another person's opinion and mm -hmm. also communicate their own yeah it's definitely a conversation about honesty it's 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 openness it's vulnerability yeah and i want guys to um i want to continue to kind of create more space for men to feel like they can have those conversations because yeah. we can help you know we can help them along we've been helping them along for 500 600 a billion years we've been helping them for forever so yeah. you know like that, we, I, I guess that was my simple dif difficult solution it was simple though it's easy to it's easy to say that this be is honest. where we start <laughs> this is where we start but it's hard to be like all right now who's gonna teach their little ass kids to really be open and honest right that's a whole nother discussion about parenting but yeah now i agree though it is it starts with communication mm-hmm and to piggyback off of that, my little blip will be short, is that not only is it just communication and honesty, it's knowing oneself. 
Because without knowing oneself, what are you communicating? That's true. Don't tell me what you think that I want to hear. Be honest enough with yourself to know your good side, your bad side, and everything in between. Because that's how ugly. You're ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because that's what I really think is going to help with dismantling this like fuck boy mentality, which is I don't know how we really dismantle. It's been around for, for for forever. But I mean, at least attacking it. You know, and calling it what it is and trying to address it. Because as much as people don't want to admit, desirability is a thing. People want to be, people want to be desirable. Mm -hmm. And so even though they might not feel a certain way, they might feel like they're chauvinist. Yeah. They might not want to admit that because of desirability. Oh yeah. They don't want people to perceive them as terrible people. But no, no yourself well enough to know, damn. I'm fucked up in a lot of ways. How can I be better? Oh, I know people not going to damn like me, but this is who I am. Right. And call it what it is and go from there. So, yeah. why don't we go ahead and take a break? Yay. And we'll be right back. Ta-ta. Toot-toot. <laughs> okay, so if you hear a buzzing in the background, that's the air conditioning. Because it's <laughs> hot. And so, um, let's talk about social media. What's going on on the on the socials? What do we have going on? You said something about Lil, Lil Nas X earlier. Yeah, so Lil Nas X was on The Shop, which is LeBron James' show on HBO. I like and that show. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. I've never watched it before. I watched one episode, and I don't know why I never continued to watch it. Like, it left for my feet or something, but it's yeah. a good show. I'm going to have to check it out because I know that they discuss different topics and it's kind of like that's like what we were talking about with the grapevine where it's just this round table of guys yeah. just chatting about different things and an environment that's traditionally, you know, a space for men and, you know, men in general. But I'm thinking always about like, well, black men, like just to talk about anything and feel yeah. free. So um, Lil Nas X was on the shop Mm -hmm. and there was a clip circulating around on the interwebs, kind of like a a little snippet of the show that um, I think was promotion for the for that episode. And he was discussing coming out Uh and people have been kind of upset about the responses that like Kevin Hart and uh, like other guys in the room were having, but particularly around Kevin Hart, because he seemed rather kind of like dismissive and or just really just rude about mm-hmm. it so it was like Lil Nas X is telling his story like oh I came out well why'd you come out like why like why you know like what, what were you you know kind of being like interrupting him and stuff and he's like like why would you know basically the question of why would you come out at the height of your career why does it matter and it's like it matters because it matters you Did, know but- you know, Kevin went in Kevin's discourse in general, he has this kind of like abrasive tone a little bit. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's just him trying to get to an answer. Like like he was genuinely asking, well, why? Like, like if he, he said it a different way. Yeah, because, I mean, Kevin wouldn't understand. Like, what would he understand about that? Nothing. And I mean, he has a history of being incredibly homophobic, and I don't know how um, much he's making he some grown. homophobic comments. Yeah. yeah, like who knows what kind of growth has occurred since that point, like with the whole Oscars thing and whatnot, or even before then. But um, yeah, it was just kind of like I didn't. It rubbed me the wrong way, and I think that we have enough to deal with in you know society of just trying to maintain the progress we've made and letting people feel comfortable and owning their you know identity and who they are and all that kind of stuff yeah and like especially in the black community you know like we have a lot of battles that we have to fight in regards to letting people be you know themselves and there's still people who think of the lgbt community and the black community as mutually exclusive like How are y'all still erasing all of these gay and trans and, like, lesbian and bi? Like, how are y'all erasing entire groups of people still? Like, what the fuck? Or whatever like that. Bayard Rustin is rolling in his grave. All the work he's done or whatever like that. And y'all just gonna pretend like this man just, like, it's either or, you know? So, it's like... And I mean, it's James Baldwin. Like, they have so many different civil rights leaders who have done so much for black people. And you just almost, like, they get 
they're erased because of their um, sexuality. And yeah. it just, it, it, it annoys the fuck out of me when people kind of make that di- super dichotomous. So anyway, back to, you know, um, Lil Nas X and stuff. I think he handled it beautifully. He did. He's very, he's such a, like a little soft-spoken little dude. He's adorable. He is absolutely the cutest little thing. I think yeah. Lil Nas X is um, going to go super far. Like, he's already... I don't I, listen to his music, so I'm just I'm hoping that he's not a one hit wonder. Girl, so. I only heard Old Town Road and Old Town Road. Like I've heard so many people say, like Old Town Road is the knuck if you buck for infants. It really is. It's like for toddlers and and, and little ones and stuff like that, and, and and little kids, you play Old Town Road and stuff like that. You might as well say, I'm coming to the club, shaking my dress, throwing these balls. You and might as well. These You're certainly right. <laughs> you know, like it's like. Yo, like, they get so hyped. So, no, I think he has a bright future ahead of him. And maybe if that was, like, his biggest hit, he might still make waves behind the scenes, like, as a songwriter or as a producer or just some kind of creative who um, helps, you know, just continue to add to the scene. But um, that's pretty much the gist of that. So, um, Nicki Minaj is uh, retired. Oh, we also just kind of really gloss over the fact that Kevin Hart has also been in a car accident. That yes, he, he had was. fractures in his 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 spine. And, he had um, back surgery, and that, that I think went well. So I, I wish him the best. I can definitely disagree with people's stances on things and whatnot, and I still don't want you to, you know, be in like a terrible place. Unless you're Trump. Fuck Trump. I don't care what happens. Oh, he can fall in a tar pit. No. But um, anyway, so, um, yeah, no, I hope he has a speedy recovery and he continues to um, become a better person and less problematic. Um, yeah, Nicki Minaj is retiring from music to focus on having a family. <sighs> I almost felt like she's been retired. I don't mind her retiring and I don't mind her focusing on having a family. I have not been a fan for her music for a long time. Same. And I feel like there's a lot of other female MCs who need the limelight, the opportunity because their bars are way better. They're actually saying something in their lyrics. Fine. I don't also I also don't mind her taking a break so that she can be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um but with whom is always a high concern yeah that guy has a problematic history and i've heard so many iterations of what actually happened that i don't think anybody remembers what the story is anymore needless to say he's on the sex offender list yeah that's the primary thing and we should know this like when a man who has a child is becomes a sex offender how does that affect his custodial rights i don't know i wouldn't know because i because he became a parent after um he has a kid the, 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 well, i have the no one? idea if he has a kid but oh, Nicki Minaj was talking about starting the family, family with this oh mofo. well i would imagine i mean you sex offenders i'm sure have, maybe have she doesn't want to have a family with children. him but the way the pictures that she's been taking with this man is like he has to be the one. Who else she could she be talking about having a family with? Unless she's trying she just to get wanna, pregnant, pregnant. Unless she just want to sit down for a couple of years and get him out the way and then find her a new one. I think that she is head over heels. She's in love. She's ready for this part of her life. And oh my god! I think that it's it's real. It's it's like I, I I guess I understand where she her position of trying to stand up for her man. Because who wouldn't stand up for your nigga? and whatnot and it's just like but it's it's just a bad it's a bad image it's bad but we can't really even you know we can't stop her from loving who she loves and she so happens to love somebody who's a convicted rapist and that's i don't know i guess she i mean because then that brings up the question of is is there such thing as too far gone for redemption and um she's redeemed him I don't know. She said it didn't happen. I don't know. It's just it's it's real weird or whatever like that. Cause me personally, nice. if you got convicted yeah. for rape or whatever like that, I'm sorry, bro. I ain't I don't got underst- to do with I you. don't understand where the conversation even even started. Do you know how she met this man? She knew him from a, from way back, and somehow they reconnected. Cause he is like a total like, who are you? 
she runs in these, all these circles and she found you so you know when that kind of stuff happened it's gotta be she ain't walking around on the street running into niggas in the subway like this is somebody that she knew before so you know i want to say that these types always slip in it's happened to me the ones that you've always known from before mm-hmm. however the difference between me and Nicki minaj is this if i knew that this man became yes. a sex offender <laughs> bitch it was i know you and it's nice that's all that's that's right. that's where we stopped that game over but yeah, no, that's wild, man. I mean, um, I guess more power to to Nikki to to you know, I guess making this decision to. What does this man even do? He exists. Like, why that's does she feel? Like, what is what is going on with? Doesn't matter what the nigga does. Minaj, always, Nikki. Like, it doesn't. I mean, like, what is going question. on with Anika? When you, that will make her go for this man who does absolutely fucking nothing. Does it matter if he does nothing if you got everything? Yes. I guess. Because I guess Look for at her. Mary J. Blige and what's his face? Goddamn Ken do. Okay. <laughs> fucking Ken do. What, who was he? Kendu. He was a little bit of somebody. I can't Kendu, say that. Kendu was her manager. However, Mary J. Blige <laughs> was Kendu, more. And Kendu, Kendu, yeah, Kendu was Kendu was played a very minimal role in comparison. And so, like, and then what happened? He was now nah, he with the he, man, niggas. <laughs> and now he gets alimony. Do you hear Ooh, what I'm saying? Like, boy, this man who does absolutely nothing. I don't care if I don't need you for shit. I need you to be doing something for yourself. You know, now like, that I don't you want say you that, to need me. I'm so glad you brought up Mary J. Because you made you made you brought me back to to why that that is actually a thing. Like, yeah, no, she. Um, if something were to happen and they were to get married, that's he can tap into them to them bank them accounts. Funds. And you know the level of funds he would be able to tap into? Oh. Do you understand? Oh, Nikki, I hope you're making the right decision. I hope you sign a prenup. She seems smart enough to do that. But I feel like she's going to have the baby before they even get that far. Man, Nikki probably pregnant now. I want to say that she may go to the justice of the peace. Nikki is probably This is embarrassing. Dog. But yeah, this I is mean, so embarrassing, and I. But I am not. I'm not judging Onika. I just hope oh, that Nick. she finds oh, her voice of reason soon. Oh Nick, well, and that's all I have to say about that because <laughs> I just could, I can't even understand. Bless the Lord. I mean, of all the men in the world that you could have had, that's the one you you happened upon. But I mean, there we go. Fresh out with the record. With sex with, offender with record. that record of, of all things and, and then who some. can't go pick the child up from the school like who will be they will send out his face and address to all the neighbors they probably already have it's, it's just it's like, this is it's too much dog, of all the that's people that's so fucking embarrassing There's I would be like so you know I, I believe you but I'm embarrassed dicks. I can't <laughs> I believe you, but I'm I'm too embarrassed. Of all the dicks that you could have fell on, you fell on that one. But anyway, do do the best you can. <laughs> um, uh, I can't think of anything else. I knew uh, what was that? Trey Songz was singing the Power intro, and then the people got him the fuck out of there because oh they my were- god, <laughs> oh my god! If the people were upset, they said no absolutely not we are accustomed to joe and joe only girl that watered down ass version of big rich town it was when you hear big rich town is so raw like the Mm -hmm. original that joe was on is so raw it sounds so good and it takes you back to like old school like Mm -hmm. r&b hip-hop you know yeah 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 this shit we don't need to hear trey songs i'm gonna google it i'm gonna hear hear trey songs with his light ass voice oh Ooh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Say this is a- <laughs> no, we don't believe you. Trigger. <laughs> we don't we don't believe that this we don't believe you came from the hardest parts. We oh, don't believe that. So we yeah. It was a riot and <laughs> the power of social media once again, just like Popeyes. Uh-huh. 
Got 50 to change that motherfucking song, babe. Oh, yeah. I hope, man, I know Trey's songs. I hope his feelings weren't hurt because it's not a personal thing. It's not that people don't, the people who listen, who watch Power don't enjoy Trey songs. They just know that he is neither nitty nor gritty. All and, right. And this is Joe's song. Give Joe his song, his babe. Song. <laughs> no, you will not be doing that. And if you're going to change up the theme song, then change it all together. Don't have. Trey jump on the track and try to do a remix. Do mm, not do mm. this. And I think the thing is, this is so crazy to me. It's just like, it's the last season, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I heard that this is the last season of Power. So I don't really had, understand. I'm, I'm proud of this man. I want to give him a hand clap. He had a good ass run. Yeah. He gets on my nerves very much so, but he makes some good business moves. Oh, yeah. I never forget the whole vitamin water thing. Like, that he's been rich ever since. <laughs> He knows when you want to talk about a hustler, he's a real one. Mm-hmm. He knows what he be doing. He's he's a troll, but he makes very big, very smart business moves. He is the master troll, yes. We kind of talked about this. Will be the why don't we wrap it up with this? Um, I'm just I, we kind of talked about this last week or the, our guest from last week touching on Jay Z and this deal, the NFL. I have not really researched into that much, but. I know that people are really upset by it just because it seems like it just goes against, you know, standing up for Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, and you can, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, if he's trying to come from a perspective of, well, as a black person, when you actually own a piece of the pie, then you have more say in, into what happens. You have more leverage when discrimination when discrimination happens is that possibly true i mean who am i to even try and peel back his scalp and get into why he chose to do this for me he is beyonce's husband i mean it feels like a money move more than anything and that's that's the most disappointing part about it is that nigga you're rich enough he's not rapping so you You know know, like beyonce's husband he must do something I mean, but they they um, they they got money on money that I can only pray to see one sixteenth of at this point, and so it's just like, <laughs> what what motivated do you, need this you? For? And I think it really genuinely it's just a money move. It it was he saw an opportunity and he took it, and he's trying to spin it as though this is something that is for the community. And um, I think that it's really inauthentic. And I don't like when people try to piss on my face and tell me that it's rain. Like, I really just detest that. And so this was something like like so I've heard on different podcasts and in different conversations. It's like you had the means to do this on your own without the NFL. You didn't have to make any kind of deal with the NFL. You and show right. You did. So what, what, what is the, y'all already do this kind of work. So what was the purpose of this? Because at the end of the day, no matter what charity that you give money to, no matter what kind of proceeds go to this, that, and the third, and what kind of conversations that are had amongst the, the football players in the locker rooms now, more sensitivity training, I don't know. It still does not change the fact that the NFL basically blackballed not basically that's what they did they blackballed this man for standing up for his civil rights it was blatantly racist and yes Colin Kaepernick got some money out of it I wish he would just keep getting money I wish he would have made the fucking NFL bankrupt it's still fucked the NFL for that shit um but that does not take away from the fact that the organization only paid up because they got caught up Right. They didn't change. Nothing has changed. So, Jay-Z, what's you trying to tell me right now? Because Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick wasn't even having conversations with you about this. Colin don't agree with this. So now what? Now I'm looking at you funny. I was trying to be nice to you because Lemonade made me do it. <laughs> but now I look at you. Foolish. I, I just, <laughs> I, I need more information. I need to see what's going to happen. I'm going to send you a link to this video that I think will probably explain it really well. I need to see what... I need or to you see can read up on something. That too, but I, I just want to see how this kind of plays out. What's about to happen here? Girl, we're going to have because, more black people like at I the Because, like I said, he, he is Beyonce's <laughs> husband, and she always tends to have tricks up her sleeve as well. If Beyonce had... I know Beyonce probably is just 
Man, I don't, all right, I'm not going to pretend to peel back her scalp and know what she's thinking. But I would assume that Beyonce probably is not on this side, given her own stance as far as trying to, you know, be more socially, um, I won't even say, act, oh yeah, active, but just. She's never outspoken about her activism, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she never does, yeah. Right, so I think that this is probably a move that was made more so in Jay-Z's favor, and Beyonce, by proxy, is just gonna probably, you know, of course, everybody gonna wonder what the fuck you think about this. She would never even talk this? she would never even talk about We're it. We're not gonna hear a peep She from is her. a pop star. So I hope that. I hope that they, as far as Jay-Z and this team and all this kind of stuff, I hope that they are listening to people's feedback right now. Yeah. And taking it all in. Not worth a grain of salt. Take it all in. Take down the whole salt shaker. Because, like, y'all really on some other shit, even with the best of intentions. Yeah. Even if you have the best of intentions, this feels icky. So, um, on that note, Yay. niggas got homework. So, <laughs> I have to do um, this report tonight. I have to finish these edits. I have, I have things to do. I have things to do well and as no well. places and I'm to like, be. I'm about to do this shit. So, on that note, we Josen. We are Josen. We so glad to be back I'm in good. action. So, y'all be good, and we will talk to y'all next time. Bye.